Good morning. Today is Thursday, October 15th. And we're in Psalm 40 this morning. And it is entitled, My Help and My Deliverer. Uh, psalm 40 is a, a psalm that has kind of two different themes to it. The first part of Psalm 40 is a psalm of thanksgiving. And then the second part of Psalm 40 is a psalm of lament. So from verse 1 to 10, it's thanksgiving. From 11 to 17, it's lament. And the last section in the second half, verse 13 to 17, is actually really similar to Psalm 70. You can jump ahead if you want to and take a look at that. The two are considerably close to each other. And the reason for that may be that the second half of this psalm may have been used as a liturgical prayer. So a prayer that the congregation of the people may have prayed to the Lord um, regarding deliverance, asking him for deliverance from their their troubles. Uh, psalm 40 for me is a really personal psalm and it's it's a psalm that has a, a place in my heart because it was one of those verses that stuck with me when I first came to faith in Jesus. Um, I remember people talking about having a life verse when I first came to faith and, and Psalm 40 <laughs> for a long time was my life first because I, I love the beautiful picture and imagery that the the psalmist gives in the beginning of this psalm. It, it starts with this incredible celebration and thanksgiving of what the Lord has done for the individual. So of course this is a, a psalm that's written by David and in the first few verses when David is celebrating um, the salvation of the Lord, he he's celebrating the past experiences that he's had with the Lord where the Lord has delivered him from enemies where he has saved him from his enemies where we, he has given him victory over them and so that would have been the the context that the David and the people of Israel would have understood this psalm but of course for us when we read this psalm I think the way we understand it is in light of what Jesus has done for us when you look at the imagery in the first part of this psalm I think that the reality of what Christ did for us on the cross uh, sticks out very clearly. Let's, let's read the first few verses together. It says, I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. He drew me up from the pit of destruction, out of the miry bog, and set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust, who does not turn to the proud, though to those who go astray after a lie. You have multiplied, O Lord my God, your wondrous deeds and your thoughts towards us. None can compare with you. I will proclaim and tell of them, yet they are more than can be told. So we can see here the, the parallels in this psalm. Certainly, as I said, David and the Israelites, they, they see this psalm as the Lord's salvation against their enemies, his deliverance against their enemies. As you can see right in the very start of verse 1, David says, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined to me, and he heard my cry. Um, but as I said, in, in our context, the way that we read this is I, I think it points beautifully to Christ. You know, the reality is that when we were apart from Christ, we were in rebellion to him and we weren't waiting patiently for the Lord, but 
he still he inclined his ear to us he he heard uh the cries of our heart in the sense that that we were apart from him we were lost and what jesus does is he draws us up right the imagery in this says he draws us up from the pit of destruction out of the miry bog and he set my feet upon a rock and that is exactly what the lord did for us through jesus christ we were in the pit of destruction we were in this miry bog just stuck there in our sin and he took us out of that and he put our feet on a solid rock and that rock is jesus he is our foundation he is our cornerstone and through christ the lord has made our steps secure and i love what verse 3 says it says he put a new song in my mouth a song of praise to our god right before we come to faith in jesus we are enemies to god there is enmity between us and god uh, we are spiteful towards him we probably speak ill of him and when we come to faith in jesus christ he puts a new song in our mouth and we sing praises to god we speak of the goodness of god the holiness of god the almighty reality of who god is and he says, many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Many will see what the Lord has done and they will put their trust in him. And in Israel's context, they would have been looking at it from the view of the success they had over their enemies. Right? The, the other nations would have known, oh, the, the God of Israel, they, he, he is a strong God. He is with his people and it would cause them to see and fear and it would cause some of them to put their trust in the lord and i think the same can be said um for those apart from christ when they see the power of the lord in the lives of those who have come to christ i think people can look upon some of the people who jesus has saved and they can see the lord they can see what he has done in their life and they fear the lord in the sense of having an awe for the lord and they put their trust in the Lord. And then David, after communicating this personal experience of salvation from verse 1 to 3, uh, he goes on to talk about the, the goodness of the Lord and the blessings that come from the Lord in verse 4 to 5. He says, Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust, who does not turn to the ground, to those who go astray after a lie. You have multiplied, O Lord my God, your wondrous deeds and your thoughts towards us. No one can compare with you. I will proclaim and tell of them, yet they are more than can be told. And again, there's this beautiful parallel here where for the Israelites, you know, it's about telling of their victories through the Lord over their enemies. But we can read this and we can go, we are blessed in the Lord. The man who makes him our trust is blessed the one who doesn't turn to the proud uh, the one who doesn't go astray after the lie the one who holds true to his truth the word of truth uh, it says lord my god you have multiplied your wondrous deeds and your thoughts towards us and that is so incredibly true for those who are in jesus christ he has done so many wonderful deeds for us his thoughts are always with us and the psalmist exalts, none compares to you. And that's the heart cry of a follower of Christ. None compares to you. Nothing even comes close to you. And he says, I will proclaim and tell of them, yet they are more than can be told. And he's talking about the deeds of the Lord. And that is what we 
are to do as followers of Christ. We are to be the Lord's witness. We are to be the Lord's witness to those who are apart from Christ, telling them about Jesus. But also we are to be the Lord's witness by testifying about the incredible things that the Lord has done in our lives and the lives of those around us. And honestly, all throughout this earth that he has created. And the psalmist rejoices and says, I'm going to tell of all your wonderful deeds, but I won't even be able to tell of all of them. And that is true for every single one of us. Uh, the Lord has done so much for us personally that we couldn't even begin to tell of all of them. But we must be like the psalmist and proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. Proclaim the incredible things that he has done for us so that like us, other people can be brought out of the pit of destruction, can be brought out of that miry bog and can have their feet set on the foundation, the rock that is Jesus Christ in the same way that the Lord did for us.